You're tuning in to Spectre Radio, but wait, don't touch that dial, because this is Spectre Radio presents the MCU. Revisiting our favorite movie moments, debating about scenes from the shows, and combing through the comics. We're just three millennials, binging our way through the MCU, through the eyes of the heroes, villains, and creatures alike. I'm Wyatt. I'm Andrew. I'm not (laughs) Spider-Man. I'm Shang-Chi, bitch! My name is Alyssa, and we are Spectre Spectre Radio. Radio. Why are you down here? Uh, some time ago, I was offered a role of a spoiler. I know, facile, trite, I couldn't agree more. But times were lean, you know what I mean? Anyway, the producer told me he worked for the BBC. But as an ironic twist, it turns out he was in fact a spoiler. And I wasn't playing a character at all. But what I now recognize to be an unflattering portrayal of your father. We all got our just desserts, the producer got blown up by Iron Man, and I served time in a federal prison, which turned out to be the best thing for me. I got clean, I rediscovered my passion. Thank you, Trevor and Katie, for the spoiler warning. Again, this podcast contains adult content and spoilers. I gave you 10 years to live your life. Did that get you? You walked in my shadow. I trained you so the most dangerous people in the world couldn't kill you. It's time for you to take your place by my side. Lead with your breath, look into your heart, the podcast fans and the trolls. To know yourself, you must face them both. Welcome back to Spectre Radio. (laughs) You must face all three of us. Instead of the light and the dark, the fans and the trolls. And the troll. I I couldn't, I was going to say haters, and then I was like, no, I like trolls better. Yeah. So anyway, we are so just thrilled to be here tonight and get back to it for our recap, deep dive, all of the adjectives, verbs we can throw in there in order to uh, have a great conversation about Shang-Chi. Oh. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I uh, held off the urge to order Chinese food tonight. It was very strong. (laughs) (laughs) After watching this movie and all the food we get to see, I was like, oh, man, I've been craving Chinese food this whole week now. For sure. But, uh. Had a good old American ham and cheese sandwich, but there you go. Uh, here's uh, here's hoping there's Chinese food in my future, but Heck yeah. we're <laughs> we're gonna turn it over to Andrew to kick things off with the movie recap. 
Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. A thousand years ago, Wenwu discovered the incredible power of the Ten Rings and harnessed them to become a global conqueror, now known as the Mandarin. The Ten Rings are ten unbreakable rings that are not only act as a weapon by themselves, but they also grant the user near immortality. Using the rings, the Mandarin sought power and money for centuries, until 1996, in search of a mystical village, Tao, he met the love of his life, Ying Li. The two settled down and had a son, Shang, and a daughter, Che Ling. When Shang was seven years old, his mother was murdered right in front of him. In response, his father turned him into a living weapon, one of the best fighters the world had ever seen, and at age 14, deployed him on a hit. But Shang instead ran away. Overcome with the guilt of becoming a killer, he ended up leaving his sister behind. Flash forward to 2024, San Francisco, Shang had changed his name to Sean and had been living a quiet life with his friend Katie ever since. But when assassins sent by his father want the pendant his mother gave him and his sister, he must reunite with his long-lost sister who is angry at him for leaving. His father ends up capturing the two and Katie. After they escape with help from the actor Trevor Slatery, the Mandarin from Iron Man 3, they make their way to their mom's village of Talo. The villagers of Talo protect a gate to another realm where an ancient darkness lies. But the Mandarin mistakenly thinks this gate is the key to resurrecting his dead wife. He and his army wage war against the villagers and our heroes. If the ancient darkness is unleashed, it will destroy the world. Can Katie help Shang and his sister put their differences aside and defeat their father? a man who no one has defeated in a thousand years? Or will the world be plunged into eternal darkness? Very nice. I tell you what, I usually struggle with Spanish names, but Chinese names is a whole nother level. We're yeah, that's so much fun. No, that's definitely not familiar in the in the uh, Florida climate as, uh, no, as familiar <laughs> as the Hispanic names are. There definitely is a big Asian population, at least where I live in Florida, but uh, right. not, not as common. And, and I know like even my students, I have a student that is uh, Asian and has, uh, I don't know what, if she's Chinese or, or what, but um, her name is definitely very hard to pronounce. And so she shortened it. And then she just was so frustrated. She's like, just call me Jane. I'm over it. Like <laughs> people just couldn't get it right. So I feel so bad. We, it's it's really not that hard. We just got to try try harder. I'm going to try harder to uh to our Asian community friends. I promise. We'll try harder. <laughs> and for those name? and for those who didn't hear pre-edit Andrew botched pretty much every one of those Asian names and It's all did. good. It's all good. The magical Except Shang-Chi. I got that one. Except that one <laughs> I hope you could get. Hopefully. Anyway, let's move on to our first category of Behind, Behind the, ten, the rings. 10 Rings. Can we enter like some sonic ring noises in here? Ding, Dude, ding, that would ding. be the perfect place to put that in. <clears throat> I need to find a way to do that. I, I now have homework. Thanks. Sorry, You're guys. Welcome. <laughs> so everything I found about this, I'm sorry, almost everything I found about this movie was comic book related. Mm-hmm. What? I found I, a lot about like stunts and things. Which oh, cool. you know, so we'll I'd, have different stuff. This is good. Which I had to dig <laughs> through like 18 different web pages just to find some stuff. Um, so I'll try and put this in trivia form because I know both of you guys like yes. it. <laughs> um, do you guys know who Stanley's original choice for live action Shang-Chi was? Bruce Lee? 
which is no no sorry you're kind of there <laughs> uh... Jet Li. it's it's a lee so it's brandon lee bruce lee's son oh, uh... okay okay so, well, I thought you meant like a while ago. Yeah, I thought now. you meant like a long time ago. <laughs> no, he wanted he wanted his son. I mean, um, it's it's got to be that makes the most sense. Right. Yeah, for a twenty seven year old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean Cheese has name has a deeper meaning than you might know. It translates to what does it mean? In it definitely has a deeper meaning than what I know of Chinese culture. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that out there. Anybody? Anybody? I got no guesses. The rising and advancing of the spirit. Oh, okay. wow. Very that's spiritual. I like that. And he changed it to Sean. <laughs> I, wonder, <laughs> I wonder how your father found you. <laughs> right. That was a great how, one. How original. Um, <laughs> the, the scene where they're fighting on that bendy bus going mm-hmm. through San Francisco. Bendy bus. It's a bendy bus. It falls in the middle. It does. Um, that crash scene at the end was real. None of that was CGI. Where they when they used the um the, the garbage truck to kind of slow it down. That's really cool. That, that's all real. That that's was nuts. what how many takes did they have to smash up the car? How many buses do they have to go through? Right. Oh my <laughs> Their budget, gosh. They had a they had a bus budget. <laughs> hey, we need a bus budget. Oh, is this a school movie? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um the first English word wasn't spoken until 10 minutes into the movie. I believe that. Wow. Yeah. I loved that, that the true. opening was all in Mandarin. I, I, I absolutely loved it. I liked that too. So when I was watching this the other night, for the first time, by the way, I hadn't seen it before oh, the first yeah. watch. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm getting my, my, my notes organized on my phone, you know, break, break up into different sections. Right. And out of nowhere, I'm here in Mandarin. I'm like, crap, I have to pay attention. I can't. I, yeah, I was, I, uh, re- I was rewatching it the other night and I had to break it up into two um, chunk so I could do it and get my life together this week. But last night I was finishing it and I was trying to decorate the Christmas tree and I was like in the battle scene. So I was like, okay, like I've seen this, you know, I'm more watching for the plot this time than like the action, if that makes sense. Sure. And, um, then all of a sudden in the battle, they start speaking Mandarin and you're like, oh crap. Now I have to like turn around and read the subtitles right? (laughs) so I can like understand what's happening. In the she plot. was watching for the plot, the plot being Sean. The plot being Sean T being shirtless. You are absolutely correct. Hey, listen, I don't blame you. Good looking guy. Yes. Uh, and my, my final one, this, this one's cool. Um, so you might remember the scene where Katie's grandmother, a.k.a. Wapil, Wapil yeah. asked Sean Chi when they're going to get married. Wapil may, may have a minor character in this movie, but FYI, she's played by Ta- Shai Chin which is a legendary actress with many firsts. So she is the first Chinese girl to star in what two action movies? Oh, something James Bond. I don't know. That's yes. just, ah, oh, yes. I t- that was a total guess. The first, ch- the first Chinese Bond girl to star in two James Bond movies. Yes. Extra points if you can name the movies. Oh, uh, hold on. Can you, can you oh. give me a hint on the actor? The James Bond actor. Um, one of the was first. Was it Pierce? Was it Pierce Brosnan? Was it no. was one of them? Damn. No. So it was Sean Ro- Connery. Uh, might have been Roger Moore. Oh, I don't know oh, the Roger Moore Lord. movies. Sorry, Roger. That Moore. was the one. Well. They that was the one where they had all the music in the crazy stuff. So the first mm. one was 1967's "You Only Live Twice." 
<laughs> what a well, dumb title. And Has not aged well with the YOLO culture. No, I was just thinking that. <laughs> and 2006, Casino Royale. Oh, I was going to say Casino oh, Royale. I did yeah. like Casino Royale. That was, I mean, that's, which one? I think that's There's supposed to... I think several. that's supposed to be the first like canonical as far as like James Bond's story. I think Casino Royale is supposed to be like the Dang, first story. That was, I am, I'm going to ride that high all night. That was a <laughs> that's literal cool. guess. That's nice. Yes. And um, she is, a, she's also the first Chinese student at London's Ra, uh, Rada Drama School and the first Chinese actress in the West End, in the West End <gasps> show. Ooh. That's Other cool. notable movies she's acted and include the Joy Luck Club and Memoirs of a Geisha. Oh, very cool. I'll piggyback off that really quick on in terms of like Asian history and like first and that kind of benchmark. Um, so Shang-Chi was directed by Destin Daniel Cretton, and he is the first Asian Marvel director. And Hello. As we know, Shang-Chi is the first Asian superhero Mm -hmm. movie in 2021. That's wild. Um, So I thought that was really cool and worth noting. And I think that definitely brings another layer of authenticity to the movie having, even though he's Asian American, was I think he was born, Daniel was, uh, Destin Daniel was born in Hawaii from what I read. still grew up like obviously very heavily ingrained in the Asian American culture. So definitely brings another level of authenticity. And then I'll give you some trivia. Aquafina had a stunt double in this movie. Oh, I forgot her name. That's okay. I'll tell you her name, Lee Chesley. That was it. And they, they worked together on another movie. She was her stunt double previously for another action movie. What? Oh, 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 oh. I read this. Uh, it was so cool. Um, I was surprised she was in this. Me too. I haven't. Seen I, for, I, I haven't seen it. I forgot. Wyatt, any guesses, Wyatt? Negative. If you said James Bond, you would be incorrect. Um, <laughs> it is <laughs> Jumanji: The Next Level. That was really? why I was surprised because I saw that movie. Yeah, I didn't know she was. I mean, I haven't seen. Honest to God, I'm terrible. I haven't seen any of the Jumanji remakes, and I saw I, the second. I don't want to keep it that way. I don't want to give it that way. I feel bad, but it wasn't um, that bad. I it was that, fine. I mean, I watched it I for the actors. I just like the original, and like you I can't like really the top Robin Williams. So that's you kind can't, of like what I'm saying. But I I watch it for the actors because the original like, good. I mean, yeah. um, Dwayne Johnson did it justice. I think you would call him Dwayne Johnson. The Rock. Okay, I'm sorry. The just Rock call him did it the justice. Rock. There was a picture of uh, The Rock dressed as Doctor Who, so they called him Dwayne The Rock, The Doc Johnson. <laughs> that was so cool. I'm here for that. Okay, so I have two more, but I feel like Andrew might have this other one, so I'll I'll leave this out, and then if Andrew doesn't have it, we'll come back around. Sounds good. Um, one more that I had was that the stars of the film did not know about the post credit scene until the final day of shooting. Nice. So. I guess normally that would be in like the shooting draft and they would know like which scene falls where in the actual plot of the movie and like the you sequence. Mean the one with the sister? Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. the final, okay. the final okay. one. Yeah. Not okay. the mid credit, not the mid credit. Uh, okay. Yeah. With That's like a, yeah. literally all those extras and everything, but the main people didn't know about it. And I'm wondering like, mm, do I just want to keep it secret? Like, I don't know, but 
Maybe it was more than one because it said post credits scene. So maybe it's both like the mid and end credit. I don't know. But I, can, I, w- I would think I that, can pull um, up in this article one, where I stole this from and see. I would think that the one with the other Avengers characters would be the one you want to keep Let's under see. wraps. Right. With especially Bruce with how Kevin Feige is. Yeah. Here right. we go. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Also, why was oh. Bruce's arm in a cast? Do we know why? Yeah, yes. from the snap. Oh, duh. That's okay. So, but did you notice it's mostly healed? Yeah. And on so on his other arm, he's got a, this device, and it actually helps him control changing into the Hulk again. So, oh. and I saw the pictures for She-Hulk. He's not in a cast any arm anymore, and his arm is. Bro, burnt. the trailer for so She-Hulk. He's healed. He's healed. I finally then. saw all the Disney Day crap, and I'm Disney Plus Dan. I'm caught up. Sorry, it was the mid credit, not the post credit. So oh, okay. it was Simu uh, Lee. Simu, yeah. Think, help me, please. The mid Shang Chi and Aquafina. Yeah. Shang Chi and Katie were kept yeah. in the dark about the post credit <laughs> yeah. scene, Aquafina, and they didn't. They didn't. <laughs> I love her name. Yeah. And they didn't have a clue that they would be in this until the final day of filming. So, and that was with Captain Marvel and Bruce Banner. So I don't know. It doesn't go into detail and say how they shot that and who was there the day of filming and who was like added post, right, right, right. you know, in post and things like that. But anyway, Andrew, what do you have? Those are really good. Um, I have a few. Um, I, I actually had to stop myself because I have six this time. Um, oh, wow. Which is a lot for me. Um, in the comics, uh, Shang-Chi's father often sends people to kill him. So that's pretty sends, funny. Sends other people to kill Shang-Chi or sends Shang-Chi to kill people? No, no. Sends people to kill Shang-Chi. Oh, okay. So that was very accurate in this movie. Got it. Apparently that happens often. Great well, father-son both, relationship. Both happened in the movie, so I just yeah. wanted to clarify. Uh, fair. Um, so the actors portraying uh, Shang and Shei Ling did their own stunts. Yeah, she, she did the rope. Like uh, she did the her rope dart weapon. Yeah, that too. She's the behind she's the scenes video is so cool. That's nuts. And I gotta watch Aquafina that. did nothing. <laughs> Aquafina did her jokes by herself. She okay? did her <laughs> jokes, and that's what she's good at. She should stick to it. Absolutely. Bro, she 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 definitely <laughs> gave me uh, Luis vibes. Yo, that was tight. <laughs> just her like being loud and obnoxious. Yes, I was like, she I'm just needs it. the pink hat. She's ready. Yes. Um, one of the buyers from the first Ant-Man movie, um, when, uh, what was his name? Cross, Darren Cross, the bad guy, the yeah. bald guy, when he was trying to sell to bad guy. guys, the Hornet um, guy. one of the guys was yellow jacket. The 10 rings. Yes. One of the guys. I was like, what is his name? The yellow, the yellow guy. The yellow jacket. <laughs> um, let's see. Bill Pope, the cinematographer, um, also was the cinematographer for the matrix. Ooh, that kind of shows there was a lot of slow-mo here there was um the creatures that are in talo are inspired by um i i, I hesitate to say real life you'll, you'll see why it's They're, real chinese mythology yes yeah. inspired by real life <laughs> chinese mythical creatures right right so i was hesitant to say like i'm like should i leave that out um and then finally the guy on the bus live streaming which i believe we talked about in spider-man yeah was, was the guy in Spider-Man? Yo, Spider-Man, do a flip. <laughs> yeah, it's your boy Clev here. Yeah, Clev. Yeah. I for alter egos will be very flattered if any of you say I am Clev, because I will I will feel seen. Dang, I should have picked that for you. Um, <laughs> he hey, reminds Spider-Man, me so much of, of one of my friends, Jesus. Like that's exactly what he was just like. I love that. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I feel like I quote that on the daily now, but okay. You got any more? Okay. No, that was All right. Well, then Did I we'll not have the one or... that you thought I had? No, no. Uh, Cause you said comics. So I was like, Oh, um, so razor fist, the guy on the bus who was chopping people with his choppy arm. Yeah. I thought, first of all, I was like, that guy was in another movie. And of course I'm watching this with Alex and he turns to me and goes, no, you're thinking of claw. That's not him. I was like, oh, you're right. That guy had a gun for an arm. This guy has a machete nice. for an arm. They also yeah. look nothing alike, but sure. They don't. But I was like, <laughs> the, you know, I get it. I get it. Listen, <laughs> what do they call it? A uh, serial white male? Like that's, that's, that's it. Like, well, damn. Okay. You all look alike. <laughs> How about that? What? <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair and equitable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That 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 goes across. We could do that across the anyway, board. Anyway, yeah. anyway. Listen, this is coming from the person that accidentally said Wolverine was in the DC universe and everyone from work attacked me and I thought I was going to get trampled by a stampede. Um so anyway, I was like, fair "Oh, enough. sorry. I guess I don't know a story is Marvel. I'm terrible and I have a Marvel podcast. This is Listen, I'm, I'm up on the Disney shit. That's all I can tell you. Um, my point in bringing up Razor Fist, because that's his name, apparently, is in the comics mm-hmm. and in the movie, there's a deleted scene that Wenwu explains that he adopted Razor Fist when he was a child. So like when his kids ran away. So apparently that is his oh, brother I, from another mother. I so saw Chong, that. And, yeah. Chong and Shailene have a half or whatever stepbrother <laughs> adopted brother and it's a guy with a with a razor fist how do you like that <laughs> that's fun i like it a lot i was like did andrew leave the chat or is he <laughs> readjusting his camera <laughs> he's adjusting just adjusting all right well um I guess we can move on to our next segment of what if. Sweet. Swiggity sweet. I had a lot of what ifs, but I feel like none of them were very genuine. Like I did have one funny one that I want to read. And it said, what if Trevor's soul got eaten, even though he was playing dead? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just acting, mate. Come down here. Protect yourself. But There's- I'm like pretty sure the soul suckers would know that your soul wasn't already sucked so even though that right. you're laying down like, i mean maybe they just they just go for the guys who are like popping up and, and like, that are screaming alive. and running away like jurassic park like and there's if you've watched any like war movies or you know any like battle scenes there's a reason why the why the the victors go around and stab everybody again just to make sure no one's faking it yeah, the, sure the, the, the Japanese do that, that in World War II. Americans no, don't do that, you know, but okay. Right. Well, right. But yeah, I, I get you. Hacksaw anyway. Ridge. Yeah. Hacksaw oh, Ridge. there you go. Yep. Um. So my my genuine question, which oh, you know what? I don't know if I have this character's name. Hold on a second. I'm so sorry. Okay. I have. Take your time. I, I have. I have the like description of the person. Hold on. Maybe you can help me. The guy or the person with like all the makeup. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, this the... one. Um, who's the mass villain in Shang-Chi? Okay, wait, let's see. Is there a name? Uh, He's the oh, crap. No. I looked it up earlier. Hold on. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hold on. I can't find it. Hold on. We'll find it. Give it a second. Go on IMDb, Shang-Chi. 
This is way too much information. I just need the name. Death Dealer? Death Dealer. Wow. Okay. Same time. <laughs> Same time. <laughs> Scrolled really fast together. Okay. Yeah. So the Death Dealer, first of all, can I just make a comment before I ask this? What if? I don't know why I asked that. I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> Do you guys remember? This is like, this pulled a memory from the archives that I forgot that I had. There was a movie that came out in the 90s called Three Ninjas. Okay. Did you guys ever see that movie? I no. there's there's no way to say what the amount oh, of movies. Oh my dad. gosh. I was obsessed with karate and like martial arts. One, because my parents wouldn't let me do it. And two, because of Power Rangers. All I mean, as I've said before, <laughs> all my brother and I wanted to do was beat the crap out of each other in the living room. So here, I'll send you the link in the chat for this image. Like when I saw the mask, and for those of you that know this, like uh, movie, you'll know what I'm saying. Death Dealer's makeup reminded me of these masks from this movie. So it's three brothers, I think, that are in this like karate movie. And it's, it kind of reminds me of the Goonies. Oh. They're just like a lot of hijinks. But when, as soon as I saw the mask, I was like, oh my gosh, this makeup totally reminds me, or the face uh, totally reminds me of this movie. So anyway, you know they said it, it uh, reminds me of. Natural Libre. Natural Libre. <laughs> yes. The Mexican wrestler. Oh my God. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's definitely very like extravagant. So um, my thought that crossed my mind during this movie, probably because Marvel likes to do this kind of stuff. And this was kind of same along the same lines when we did our black widow podcast was um, for death dealer. For me, the, thought process I had was what if death dealer is the mom I thought that at, at the beginning I'm like ooh, I'm like what if it's like her body but like her mind's not all there kind of thing yeah because I mean mm. let's say for the sake of the argument like they had her on the ground and she like bled out whatever sad but also let's say that didn't kill her that she was able to there was a surgery that saved her life we don't see that part in the movie and obviously we see death dealer souls get sucked from its body. But what do you think? How would that affect the movie if mom was alive and death dealer? So the only way I could see him wanting to go to Tao Lao after that is to kind of like restore her mind and soul kind of thing. Cause like the way I see like her being alive and being death dealer is that it's like her on the outside, but it's like, she's not whole on the inside. And that's why he would like have to go, oh, her spirit's on the other side. We have to reunite it with her, you know, she, not that I would call her a zombie, but she would essentially just be like a walking killing machine. Mm-hmm. Or so, if it's like, if it's uh Shailene behind her voice behind the gate, instead of the moms mm-hmm. for that plot to kind of work around that. Yeah. Okay. I could see that. That'd be really cool. It'd be, it's, it's definitely more of a quote unquote realistic reason for him to want to open that gate. Cause it's like, Oh, uh, your, your mother is calling to me from beyond the grave. It's like, it's like, Hey, her body is here. All we need to do is reunite her spirit. It like, it definitely, it makes it more, it it sells it better, I guess. Oh, that would be interesting. I hadn't considered it in that respect. That would be. Was the question, was the death dealer around before the mom was killed 
Yeah, uh, the, death, the death dealer was death dealer was him. at yeah. the compound doing the training, right? Yeah. So and the mom in, was there. So yeah. in your in your logic, are you thinking there's multiple death dealers, or you think like she or, or she let's just say he wasn't there bef- beforehand or whatever? Yeah, okay. whatever for the sake of the what if, or even like sure. there's some kind of switcheroo, you know what I mean, kind of thing, kind of like a like a Padme situation. <laughs> Where the makeup is kind of the same. Oh my gosh, all of the connections in pop culture. Amazing. Right. <laughs> um that would have been cool. I, I think it would be cool. I think I think though, like you're saying, Andrew, in a nice way, it definitely like makes shit go off the rails. <laughs> uh, I mean, not necessarily. It's Again, a less it's, digestible plot than the craziness more- we already get, like you already said in our chat earlier, like. It takes so long to introduce all the characters, set up like the scenery, set up yeah. the, the the mythology, new mystical, like, the new mystical land, right? The powers, but, I mean, how everything works. So it makes it messier, but again, it gives him more of a real reason to actually want to open that door. Like he's he's trying to sell to his kids. I swear, your mother's alive on the other side of the door. Whereas if her body is right here, and all they have to do is reunite her body and spirit, that's a more like in my opinion that's that's easier to sell to your kids so it makes other things messier sure but i mean it doesn't it doesn't yeah. cancel out the plot by far yeah, i think it still I li- works i like the way that you're framing that because that that wasn't even my initial thought so i like that that definitely like makes more sense the way that you've lined it out that'd be a cool what if yeah oh yeah season two yeah <laughs> coming soon okay uh i will do mine um, mine, I believe, is a cop out. Um, but so, did no? This might have just been <laughs> this. This might have just been me. But when the mom gives Sean the the pendant, Sean. did you? Whatever. <laughs> did you? I was I was on the assumption there was only one for like the majority of the movie until we see both of them put into the that carved out dragon later on i didn't know well, that the just, sister you weren't paying one. attention that's why that they were after the sister did did we see the sister get one yes it they was never, on her person they never showed to wyatt's defense they never had a scene the way that they did with the mom and sean yeah. being like this is for you this will always guide you home but they show it they didn't have neck. that moment right they showed her wearing it but right. yeah yeah i wasn't sure whether it was just like a like a copy or like if it was like a a fake no yeah that she wanted and, i mean it makes sense too because it was two eyes you know i mean i honestly thought like real quick that was the infinity stone i thought it was the time stone i really did you were like um what's it doing here it's not so, glowing it's broken so that leads me to this question so what if the 10 rings possessed the abilities of one of the infinity stones that yeah. would be so cool f like if they were made out of like we're all going like to the, die. We're all going be, to die. It'd be cool if they were like made from the power stone or something. That would because, be really cool. I mean, are you saying pretty, ten rings the organization or as in no, no, like the, the material? The, the, the actual bands. Okay, okay. What if the ten rings, you know, <laughs> present you know bands will make good dance. Anyone knows me? <laughs> dance make good dance. Make good dance. <laughs> so I mean the, the rings are already pretty powerful, so I, they don't really need the power stone. But what I if we mean, had time soul? I know I was already thinking soul just because the soul sucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that 
that's the formal name of the beast. So every every person he kills with one of the uh, one of the oh, rings, the foal was put in it, and it makes I it mean, more powerful. That and would then, kind of make sense and explain why he's been alive for a thousand years. Yeah. Because then when the soul sucker, which by the way, that was a really sad scene. Like they did a really good job of making you like hate and love one Wu at the same time. They did a really yeah, good right. job towing that Agreed. line. Yeah. But um, when the soul sucker takes his takes Wenwu's soul, they did a really good job, like showing how much more powerful the soul sucker dragon creature thing got. Yeah. So yeah, that would kind of make sense. Like he's gotten all this energy, power, magic from all the people he's killed, and then all of that sucked out, and like we're doomed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to work together. No, we don't. Yes, we have to work together. <laughs> Give me some something to kill it. Love it. Yeah. Soulstone kind of seems plausible. I'm trying to think. Obviously, Power Stone we talked about. Like that's kind of a given. I don't know if I could see it with any with the, any of the other yeah. stones. The times thing, not as much. They, yeah, had they suggested um, anything about that, then maybe, but uh it doesn't control your mind, so no mind stone. So no, uh, it doesn't teleport him. So no, no space. But he's stone. saying, like in the what if universe, like what if yeah. it had that ability to do those things, like which would make more sense. So, yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, what did the space zone even do? I don't even remember. It, it teleports you. Oh, okay. That's the that's the tesseract. That's kind of like the portal thingy like and i don't know yeah i'm like what the heck there was a space stone why do i not remember that <laughs> being a name i had to pull it up um because oh, the reality like, never, stone could they never be called cool. it the space stone that's true yeah that's right the reality stone could be kind of cool like i could see like even the way like there was a really cool part if you remember when he, when Shang had the rings and he was with the water dragon and he was fighting the dweller in darkness, soul sucker. And there was a point where one of the rings was in the air and he caught it and he like swung on it. Like, um, like you're on the monkey bars, at yeah. like recess. So it was almost like he created something out of nothing where he could travel and like fly through the air, which I'm like, grasping at straws for that to relate to the reality stone but it kind of felt like that you know what i mean like in theory like just powering off the ground with the rings could only bring you so far and then he projected another one and kind of like swung off of it which oh. was really cool you it know? kind of shows how like a different mind with the same set of abilities could do <clears throat> different things yeah and also like really cool that they glowed different colors yeah like it was, it was blue for his dad and yellow for him and i'm sure we know Marvel loves to like bring colors out for specific reasons, especially with the stone. So it's kind of interesting because like it was like yellowy orange. So that would be the mind stone, right? So, and the soul stone is orange. So kind of gives me those vibes for that reason. Right. And that scene where they each have five rings and, you know, we're we're seeing the color contrast come, come by. I was getting deep um, Star Wars vibes during that like um lightsaber duels just because of the, the color contrast yeah gotcha i mean yeah that was 
it was a good one, Wyatt. I just don't know how far to take it or or in uh, in which direction. I've got right. um, no. Go ahead. I about to say right, especially post Endgame. Yeah, where where we've milked these stones for everything they're worth, like <laughs> and and to bring them back. Yeah. After we established that uh, in uh, the Time Bureau, they're basically like useless or whatever it was called. <laughs> right. So, um, so I've got two. One of them is like just a. Uh, just like just think about it because you guys didn't uh you haven't seen this show so it's kind of hard to go deep within it and then i've got a real one so my fake my fake one stop it (laughs) my (laughs) fake one is if is what if they tied this show into or this movie into the uh iron fist like what if they that was a way they made iron fist canon so iron fist is a netflix marvel show that was on for the past few years um it had a couple seasons the backstory was like very similar. Like they had their own, like it, it, it's, it's centered around like Chinese culture. It has its own uh, like mystical land. Um, Like the, even the name Talo, like was like similar to like some of the names they had there. So, and well, uh, and a big part of him becoming the iron fist is he had to fight a giant dragon. Oh, so yeah. So a lot of like, me watching this whole movie i was getting iron fist vibes like throughout this is so. too much this is too much fisting for a pg-13 Alyssa. movie okay my gosh anyway really? so fist, iron fist it's too much you guys you guys went down there. girl down girl <laughs> anyway what do i what do i keep thinking back to the office where jim's trying to make him join the fist <laughs> trying to crank on boy so that that was my back on track. That was my that was my fake one. So uh, you know, for those Ooh. of you who have seen Iron Fist, you know what I'm talking about. My real one is again. if I had to say it again. Yes, yes, I did to to recap it. Um, so my real one uh, does not have the word fist in it. You're welcome. Oh, thank um, God. Okay. Um, so what if Doctor Strange showed up in the fight? Because this I is, was waiting for that. Because, oh my god. No. Why this, did, okay, listen. Why have the last 20 in a row what ifs involved Doctor Strange? I feel like almost every single one has been like what if Doctor Strange shows up? So, Doctor what does Doctor Strange do and what is the <laughs> what what is their what did what does his order do? They listen, protect it'd be more our plausible. world. It be I feel like for this film it's more plausible for a Hulk to show up with abomination being in here. <laughs> That's the <laughs> yeah, that, strange. That, but he's injured, so that doesn't Abomination matter. is in one percent of this movie. The entire premise of this movie, especially what ta- the people of Talo are guarding, are like beings Fair. from another dimension or another universe. And that's what Doctor Strange does. That's like he and his order's entire job. So in my, in my mind, they should be having a watchful eye on this, on this gate. Well, and I guess, I mean, cause Wong is there and like fighting abomination and stuff. Like he would be looped in and kind of know what's, what's going on. And if he's the Sorcerer Supreme, he can see the, you know, what you call it timeline. Yeah. Sacred timeline crap and sacred timeline, sacred, sacred timeline crap and know what's going on. But yeah, kind of a good point that he wasn't in the end credits. Like, I get why they involved Wu. Obviously, this being like a very Asian-centric film, but also kind of now that you say it, it makes more sense that he would be. Involved. Well, I mean, the the actor was probably busy with Spider-Man. Probably. 
But I mean, like, here's the thing. If you're He's not busy with one, Sherlock. Right. If you're shooting, well, that. I want the show if you're sh- I feel like this is what's going to happen with The Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett. Like, you're on the set of one, and then you wrap, and then the next day you're like, oh, cameo on Book of Boba Fett. And it's like the same production company, similar directors, similar creators. Right. So like, yeah, maybe he's in Atlanta filling Spider-Man. I don't know where they were filming this last one or this next one and where Shang-Chi was. It may not have been plausible for the actor. They might not have been in San Francisco or they might have been in San Francisco on the other coast. Like, I don't know. But you would think with like all the studios and the like technology that we have now, they're not even the sci-fi, but the real technology that we have that he could have made a cameo in this film if they wanted him to. Yeah. They could have made it happen, schedules notwithstanding. They wanted them to have to stand alone in their own movie, which is fine, but they should have addressed something about, in my opinion, since this is like extra dimensional threat that's so big, that's as big or almost as big as Dormammu, like, you know. Oh, Dormammu. I've come to bargain. I've come to bargain. Yes. Yeah. That's a interesting thought. I mean, I think that's my only thought. It definitely, it it definitely makes sense that he would be more involved, but yeah, maybe even in that end credit scene, post credit scene. I don't think it it would have added or detracted at all from the movie. I love the movie that we got, but just for sake of continuity, basically. Yeah, I agree with that. It makes sense. All righty. Moving on to our next category of best and worst. So we're going to do it Andrew style, which kind the of sounds weird to say. Uh, Opa, Andrew. Andrew style. I'm surprised you didn't say this is one of our last categories. That was for a while. This is one of our last categories. Wow. So we'll start us off with the best and then we'll circle around. So I liked a lot of things about this movie. I liked... I was hoping that they were going to address the Mandarin from Iron Man 3, and they did. They did more than address it. They gave him several minutes of screen they time. They brought him in the freaking movie, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was I was very happy with that. So that was a nice callback. Um, and how they addressed it, it was an unflattering uh, portrayal of your father. <laughs> so I, I like that. Um, the the um, choreography, as far as the action in this movie, and that's that's the only reason I'm going to address the action. The choreography for the, the fighting scenes were very well done, in my opinion. Um, they did a good job, like, showing us um, the characters that a lot of us have never seen before. So, yeah, I liked that. Um, I liked that a lot. I liked that it took place in San Francisco. So it's like, yay, we're, you know, it's mostly been like New York and stuff like that, or Washington, D.C., so now we've had Ant-Man and now Shang-Chi in San Francisco. And the the rich uh, Asian culture that we got was really cool. Um, Aquafina, hysterical in this movie, obviously. Um, I, I liked I liked the backstory. I wish we would have gotten more of it. So yeah, especially with um, the Ten Rings, which yeah, obviously we'll, they they we'll alluded that. to that in the in the credits, you know. Yeah. Um, I loved that we were dropped right into the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how they gave they, they actually give us context of you know what's going on the his the li- little bit of the history of you know who we're who we're dealing with. I I, I did like that. 
I like how we have Marvel's Jackie Chan, Jet Li, or Bruce Lee hybrid. Yeah. Um, the the actor, the Simu Lee. I, mm-hmm. I'm I'm sorry if I said that wrong. Phenomenal. I think that's, I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Ph- phenomenal actor. Oh yeah. He is um, so good. Yeah. You know, j- just like you know the previous actors, Jackie Lee, Jet Li, and I'm uh, sorry, Jackie Chan, Jet Li, and Bruce Lee. He did all of his own stunts. Um. Nice. I mean, I don't think any of the other big-time Marvel actors did their own stunts. I don't think Chris Evans or... They do some or, of their own stunts, but not the vast majority. No. Listen, we all um, can't be Chris Pratt, so... What stunts? <laughs> what? Um, hey, he, he flicked Thanos off all by himself. <laughs> Listen, Grimace. He got smacked by Gamora all by himself. Yes, he did. She could smack me. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh this, gosh. I opened the door. You did. Yes, you Sorry. did. Yes, you did. <laughs> um, and I love how we're being immersed in different and in, in a completely different culture than what we're used to. Yes. Um, you know, I love I love um, Black Panther for the the mm-hmm. African culture that we're in. I love this movie for the for the Asian culture that we're in. You know, although this is a Marvel production. It didn't real. It didn't really feel very Marvel because there was a lot of, um, like the the history of not not the history of China, but like there. I, I don't want to keep saying cultural all over again, but the mythology, even the, like the you mythology. Were saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like how we're immersed with that, not just something that's unrealistic. You know, yeah, it's it's definitely expanded what we'll define as Marvel now, basically. This right. is not this is not what Marvel has looked like previously in the movies. So it's it's nice to expand for sure. I get what you're saying. Yeah, agree. Yeah, it was definitely a lot of cultural appreciation. Um, like I said, like I definitely enjoyed that the movie opened in Chinese and in Mandarin. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you just really felt that as a you know a thread that went throughout the whole film with the music even like mm-hmm. the the trap hip hop kind of mm-hmm. you know with the asian instruments that were woven into it that was cool um obviously the language and um the geographical settings like san francisco obviously a very historical asian town mm-hmm. um seeing macau like that those kind of like the street food and the fashion and the like just the feel of all of it was really cool. And even, you know, going as mystical as tall, low, getting like those different types of references across pop culture. Like I felt like tall, low very much reminded me of Harry Potter. So plug your ears, Wyatt, but, um, oh, stop it. <laughs> but you get the moving forest maze that like kind of felt like the moving staircases, the whomping willow and the maze from yeah. the goblet, goblet of fire, like all into one The mythical uh-huh. creatures. Yeah. The mythical creatures, like the unicorn, <laughs> we got, you know, the water dragon, dog the, things. the chicken pig things. And the, the, um, what were some of the other, the, there were the weird dragons, horse, there were the lions, horse. the weird horse. There were, they had, all, none of them had names. And um, the nine tails, that was really cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see the food and even like karaoke. <laughs> that's a very, you know, typical Asian culture, obviously very Japanese because it's mm-hmm. a Japanese word. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, and like I said, the Asian cast, the director, all the martial arts, like it definitely felt like it was paying homage to the culture and less being like for the sake of the action. Mm-hmm. Um 
And I loved in the one scene where um, Ying Li and Wenwu are first meeting and she's doing like the air airbending type stuff. Yeah. And she kind of like, kind of does a, like an arm bar or whatever it's called, like a stiff arm, mm-hmm. like, fo- like a football stiff arm and pushes his shoulder down and spins him. And he looks up at her and she's like perfect in slow-mo. Mm-hmm. And then that exact scene is, mi- scene is mirrored with Shang-Chi and Wenwu. And he does this exact same move to his dad. I don't know if you guys noticed that they did a really mm-hmm. cool like mirroring moment. And I I kind of agree with you, Wyatt. Um, it didn't feel like an overly Marvel movie, but mm-hmm. there were definitely Easter eggs and there were moments in here to remind us it was a Marvel film because I think it was easy because it was so new to get so wrapped up right. in this world and this plot and this story. And it's not like it's Iron Man. We're not seeing him for the 50th time on screen. This is the same, <laughs> you know, not the same guy. Um, so like, yeah, I put the bus scene with Clev, um, the razor fist keychain, like even for the keys in the mm-hmm. garage, like that just felt very marvel-y to me. Um, and Alex pointed this out and told me to mention it, the ads for antidepressants that were on the posters in oh, one of the, the towns blip, right? for yeah. the post blip. Yeah. It like was kind of like a callback to WandaVision, but not exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was cool. And I felt like this plot did a really good job of being original, but still kind of building off of some of the other content that we've had just across pop culture, like I said, with Harry Potter, but also with Star Wars beyond the car being smashed in the gate, like that happens in every (laughs) Star Wars movie. But um, just like the idea of that family legacy with two people that you wouldn't ordinarily put together, like, you know, Padme and Anakin, and then, you know, Wenwu and Ying Li, um, mm. like Ying Lee said, you know, love had other plans. Your father was the last person I thought I'd end up with. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is this me telling my story about how I met my boyfriend? Like what the heck? <laughs> um, and then, um, that other quote of like, you're a product of all who came before you, the legacy of your family, you that are your mother. Like, yeah. And whether you like it or not, you are also your father felt very star Wars to me. It reminded me of, uh, the, you are all the Jedi Ray thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I got from the rise of Skywalker. Oh, I was like, I even, Oof, okay. I'll I didn't even it. think of that. Yeah. It just, there were a couple moments like that where I was like, mm, this feels very kind of star Warsy in that sense, but that's always, I hope my the brain, second so. Shang-Chi movie dives even deeper to like Taolo and the 10 rings for sure. I would love to see that. Deep. You had Deep. to, you had to fist. Oh yeah. no, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. not put those two words in the same yeah. sentence. Uh, okay. Uh, on that note, it's time for yeah. the worst. Okay. So, um, oh, fist. funnily enough, I just said this. I wish we would have gotten more of a backstory on the 10 rings. <laughs> um, I agree, so, but I think they're definitely laying up that. There's time. That, uh, there's slam time. Slam dunk for next yeah. time. Um, so you mean to tell me that the Mandarin had no other children in a thousand years? And if, if he did, um, he didn't help them also be immortal. And Andrew spitting facts right now. Or did they not try and take over the throne? I mean, like you've probably banged how many women and like Ooh. just left them. And is that a bang? You know, had bang, these kids. Bangity bang, 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 bang. The point bang, is, bang. he's, he's probably... If we haven't seen, you know, other women that are important to him by his side, he probably, you know, was the not present father. So you'd think that would piss one of his many hundreds, if not thousands of kids off enough to try and take the throne. 
So that would be a cool thing to see for like the next movie. If, um, you know, one of them somehow got immortality and now he tries to challenge Shang now for the 10 rings, that would be cool. Just, just a random thought that just popped in my head. Um, I already addressed this into my, um, into my what if, but just for the sake of continuity, they should have addressed Dr. Strange or, or uh, had Wong in it a little bit more as something like, yes, we were monitoring this the whole time. Um, yeah. And then just in my, in, in my personal opinion, this was a missed opportunity to canonize, uh, the, I'm going to say the word again, the iron fist, um, personally. So, oh, but boy. that's it for me. Well, hold on really quick on your last point before the word mm. you said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway um and now i'm like what was i gonna say because i'm so distracted by by that word um what was it yeah they <laughs> i feel like they like i said are starting to like plant the seed to have that conversation yeah. later mm-hmm. but well, oh my god what was your your second to last point that you just said what is wrong um they should have addressed that like Doctor Strange or Wong were like oh, keeping an eye on the yeah, situation. But didn't they kind of didn't woo woo what is wrong with Wong. me? Wong. Didn't he kind of say that and was like he, he said we, when you he's like we didn't used, get yeah. he's like we didn't get a beacon until you touched the rings or something. Didn't he, he kind he of allude they, to that? He did, but so that's not them keeping an eye on the situation. That's them having no oh. idea the situation is taking place. He said What, like the rings exist or what do you mean? Any, uh, I'm assuming they didn't know any of what was going on was happening. Um, cause this was the first time they had seen the rings cause they had, none of them had any idea what they were made of. He said, when you use them for the first time, not his oh, father, when you right. use them, yeah, yeah, we yeah. felt it in Comertage. So they felt it a couple thousand miles away. I wonder what and, that was. Yeah. And see, it, maybe, maybe cause he's more like, I don't want to say pure bloodline because that sounds weird, but maybe he like, yeah, yeah. Like how Star like, Wars had that pure force of dyad. Yeah. Maybe they were like low key kind of meant for him. And I now they're sending, that's next. Yes. And now they're sending a beacon because, you know, whatever. <laughs> don't so, let me eat dinner before this, guys. I don't know what is wrong with me. I'm like all sugared up. So that, yeah. Yeah. So my, my point is like they should have considering what kind of threat this is you'd think they would be keeping some kind of eye on it and they're just like oh we had no idea this was happening but uh awesome <laughs> i got my eye on you i'm watching you i'm Wazowski. watching you Wazowski. always watching exactly wow. um i struggle to find a worst for this so this yeah. is kind of me just stretching I st- so again, first time watching this through, I started to lose a storyline when the dragon soul searcher thing arrived. Soul sucker. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> Star I- I'm- searcher. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we've had an army completely switch sides, so we're then now fighting on the same side. Like that. Yeah, enemy of my enemy die. is my friend. So I'm like, okay, I'm battling with that in my head, you know, as they're fighting the same the same enemy now, and then we got Sean and his dad out dueling on a, a, a cr- across the water. Meanwhile, the, the soul suckers are trying to have their way with them. And I'm like, yeah, that was, I, I meant <laughs> to put that in my, in my worst. I'm like, bro, you now see 
that this is not the way you wanted it to go. Yeah, but he was like so, he was like so unhinged at that point. I know, but like, I I don't know, he was a thousand years old, but like, geez, none of us want to be wrong, but you're a man, you're always wrong. Like (laughs) after a thousand years, that should be uh, ladies and gentlemen you. you heard it here first from andrew john and Contreras. thank you very much well i guess i guess for the most of his life he's not he's not wrong because he was the king of whatever yeah. so the king, right. but. The, king, the king of whatever i like it and i i guess i'm upset that i didn't see this in, in the movies oh it was cool yeah it was so good in theaters yeah and, and did you notice when you watch this on disney plus that it said um imax enhanced as part of yeah, it was like in the, it's in the ultra hdr 4k category i thing. was making yeah. something in the kitchen at the beginning yeah so i'm i'm mad that i didn't get to see this on, on the big screen with the- it was good i yeah. went there i was the only person in the theater and it was like <laughs> 7 30 oh really like, this is great yeah it wasn't packed when we went, but it was still well, pretty I went busy like for a week two night. weeks after it came out i think so. i think we did too i think we went later but mm-hmm. yeah i mean I kind of regret not seeing this in IMAX, like you're saying, because not on purpose. We saw Dune in IMAX and oh my God, it was ridiculous. It oh, was yeah. so good. Like it blew my face off. So there are certain movies too my loud, dad and I, but yes, IMAX is definitely loud. Close your ear holes. There are certain movies that pre-COVID me and my dad would see on purpose in IMAX, like the, the newer Star Trek movies, that kind of thing. Um, the Avengers movies we would see like if it was like a standalone um uh, Marvel movie maybe not unless it was like Iron Man because like you know the tech but like we you don't need yeah. to see Thor the Dark World in IMAX like you probably <laughs> don't need to no. see it at all but hell no, <laughs> hell no. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we're all bursting into song tonight I'm okay with it. <laughs> All right, I guess we'll go into mine. So yeah, I I found some 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 nits to pick. Um, the oh first thing is, so I'm gonna roughly estimate the timeline here because I don't fully grasp how old Shiling is um, in this movie. But if she escaped through tunnels last time, what would you think within ten years you would upgrade your security system? Unless he, that was my thought. Know. The only thing I thought of was. Did he just not figure out how she Did you just or? like not want to put cameras down there? Because he's got cameras all over the place. But that, that why? Was, that was, it was lazy. It, she could have. Make it, it make she, sense. All she had to say was he has no idea how I escaped. That's how these tunnels are still here. But she didn't say it. Right. So. But like, I'm sure he figured that out. So mm, the whole like handprint thing to get out of the garage. I was like, this is lazy writing. Like, this makes no sense. Um, Morris. Like, I didn't love him as a character. He was just there for the children, and he was the Jar Jar Binks of the movie. I'm going to say what I said. But hey, I he thought was. he was adorable. I mean, the first time I did too, and then rewatching this, I was like, he's really just a vessel for Trevor to translate from. Like, that's it. <laughs> I don't, I wouldn't call it him. It made Trevor Jar- more relevant. I wouldn't I call mean? him Jar Jar Binks. I'd call him their GPS, but yeah. <laughs> there, well, yeah, but I mean, like, other parts of the movie he was more yeah, than that's the fair. GPS. That's so later, later. Just yeah. annoying. But yeah, I mean, I, there were on the, on the first time I was like, Oh, it's so cute. And then rewatching it, I was like, this is annoying. So fair I'll enough. probably, I'll probably yo-yo back and forth. Um, this was a really nitty pick to pick. Um, but 
when the water, so like the two pendants that Wyatt was just talking about, mm-hmm. when they go in the eyeballs of the dragon and he does the little thing that he does and the water shoots out of the wall and it's not like a squirt gun, like pew water. It's like Gallons. all time and space stops and water is like floating in front of your face and it rushed out of the wall like a fire hose to your face. None of them were wet. None of, well, first of all, none of them were wet, but more so, Katie didn't scream. Like, are you just immune to magic now <laughs> and magical water shooting at your face? Like, That's I literally not in her character. Yeah. And I turned to Alex. I'm like, why is she not freaking out? And he was like, oh, she's just used to it now. All the magic. I'm like, it's been 11 I'm minutes. I'm calling BS on yeah. that. Yeah. So, like, it would have been even funnier too for her to be like, oh my God, water. Or something, you know, yeah. like maybe that was one of many takes that they did. But she could have been like, "Well, I almost wore white today," like kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, <laughs> like something like yeah, yeah, that would have been good. I don't know. I like, I completely even just agree. Being surprised that the water like comes out of the wall, like right at your face, and like then you don't get wet, you know. Um, the bus door opening while she's driving, I'm like, is that possible? I feel like there's some kind of safety override. So that maybe they can't open the, the door override while, when he... yeah, when the air brakes were cut too. like, I don't know. Um, and then like Katie hitting the dragon in the throat, just not plausible. Like, I'm sorry, you've had five minutes of archery training. So Haka- I will Hawkeye say will be so upset to know that. I will the say there are some people who are natural archers at the beginning, but I, I, I agree with but you. But like that far away, <laughs> I get is, that it was for the point far. of the movie and for her character arc. It was and, also like, a I moving do... target. Yeah, yeah, right. And like super far away. Like but it's also a large target. It is, it is, but also but like the right. angle that she did it, it was literally to mm. just slit the throat of the thing. And it's not like, you know, it'd be more unbelievable if it was like the size of a clay pigeon for sure yeah. and a small, small target that you have to hit. But the fact that it was more about precision and the angle and less of being like accurate. Yeah. That's she- that was in her favor, but it was still like. They should I want have been this for like Katie. I'm happy yeah. for her. She's getting the, a good character arc, but it kind of feels like a Mary Sue moment. Like they, she just yeah. instantly was good at it. So they they should have been like, oh, Katie, nice shot. And she's like, oh, I was aiming for his eye. That would have been more realistic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or like, and I mean, like she was on, she's just like dumbfounded. She was mm-hmm. like, it was like unbelievable. Mm-hmm. She was like, holy shit, which mm-hmm. was funny. And like, that was cool. But yeah. like you said, like, yeah, it'd probably be more believable if she was like, oh, man, I can't believe I, I slit the throat. I was aiming for, you know, and the they're like, no, you did it great. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I agree. Cool. Well, let's move on to our final category of alter ego. Our actual final category. Our actual <laughs> final category. Um, so I might lose friends on this one. Uh, well, I, here we go. Oh wait, crap! I, Where are the friends? Dang it! <laughs> I was like, I thought you meant fans. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> we'll be alright. Um, I mean, I might not. I mean, anyway, um, Alyssa, I have you as Lee, Lie, Lee, the aunt. <laughs> okay. Um. So I put wise, full of wisdom, would teach your nephew or niece to fight or kill the person who killed your sibling. <laughs> Probably. Probably. I like that. Um, Andrew, mm-hmm. I put you as Trevor. I almost picked myself as Trevor. <laughs> um, I put you can pretty much do any accent. 
Hence the uh, spoiler warning earlier. One hundo. And I put you would make the most about being captured. I, I could see myself learning from an experience like that. Sure. Thank you. Um, and <laughs> myself, I actually put as Katie. Interesting. The, and there was one line that stuck out to her that I was like, oh, crap, that's me. Um, when she, she said, I get moderately, moderately good at something and then move on to, to the next thing. I do that with instruments, with musical instruments. Like I'll play guitar for a year or so, then I'll move to the bass or the piano or the drums. So I can moderately play everything, but I'm not like really good at just one thing. So, you're really also, good at this podcast. You're also her as a driver. Like she, she said, crashing she, into everything. She, no, she survived <laughs> everything. Yeah, the only reason she, they survived true. any of the crap. The maze. Yeah, that's true. Um, did, did you notice how? So you know how in the in the Iron Man Avengers movies, Iron Man drives Audis mm-hmm. primarily. Did you see what they were driving in this movie? Primarily, Hyundai, BMWs. Oh, so in the first open scene where they drive that red car, it's a red yeah. BMW M4 or M5. And okay. then, and then she's driving that like X three or whatever it is through the magical forest. Mm-hmm. The only non Asian thing about this movie are the German cars. The yeah. German cars. That's why I said Hyundai. <laughs> I was like, it's an well, Asian car. It represents. Listen, yeah. Toyota um, would make more sense. Yeah. <laughs> Hyundai's also Korean. For my alter egos, True. I also picked um, Alyssa as as the aunt. Um, Ooh. Totally interesting. Um, Ying Nan. Um, so totally. <laughs> I, I, that's that's. You that's both what said I, completely different names yeah, for her, did. but sure. I'm pretty sure I IMDb this. So I think I would Ying hate. Lee. Right I think now. Ying Lee is the mom. Um. Wyatt. So Lee, Lee is Lee is the You're mom. Right, Alyssa. Lee is the mom. You're Ying right. Nan is that's the aunt. Okay. Yes, the aunt. You are the aunt. I got you. Um, you're that's totally right. Kid- yeah, because she was like, "I'm your aunt," and then it was like Nan, and I was like, "Oh, that's like the American term for aunt." It's like Nan. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Anyway, um, so you're totally uh, taking charge and talking sense into everyone because, like, when they first got to Tallow, they're like, "Leave," and she's like, "No, th- this is family. Stay here." <laughs> and then they just did it. Uh, she was very graceful and badass, and that's how we see you. So, oh, thank you. Um, Wyatt is Shang Chi. Yes. You're welcome. Yes. Um, I wish. So, so not just not just stud. So good job. Um, but you all also have a, <laughs> the hair uh, flip. The Ooh. hair flip. The, the hair as it stayed the same. Yeah, um, I felt it. A a past you don't talk about, which is fine. That's your business, just like him. So I killed a man with this thumb. <laughs> so and. You know, fam- family is a very, uh, very different topic uh, for you than it is for most people, which, again, is fine. But just like Sean. Mm-hmm. So also, he has a job that involves cars. <laughs> that is so yeah. for myself, uh, so I they asked me to say this on the podcast. Uh, I almost put myself as Katie, but that fell apart rather awkwardly when I picked Wyatt as Shang-Chi. <laughs> so um, I, I would totally be, oh, my gosh wow what's happening what i would i would be everything ab- about that in this movie uh i was just like she's my spirit animal in this movie um so instead i'm clev uh 
the whole you got this, dude. <laughs> oh my god that's he gets funny the, he has the machete arm and he's like yo my bad <laughs> do a flip <laughs> do a flip spider-man awesome oh yeah he's what's up guys it's your boy clev back again on my channel i love it <laughs> so oh wow well this is gonna be interesting uh, um so uh, uh, wyatt uh, i had you as shyling the sister oh um okay i could see you being the sibling to be the one to like dish out the karma and do the whole like see how it feels to be left alone I feel like you would do that. Um, but then ultimately be there to like help your sibling out in the end, like take over the family legacy, change the rules so they're in your favor. Mm -hmm. um, shine the past, but now ready to like step into the spotlight, be a fierce warrior. So, and I could see you leading the 10 rings. So yes, there's that. And then Andrew, I actually had you as Katie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. so i didn't tell you when you said it earlier but when she does like that whole speech about like following your passions i was like why is this andrew and like obviously her situation like she's living with family to save her money and like find her dreams and like chase them and she's very envious of all these people like trevor like her takeaway from trevor's rambling about the planet of the apes is like that he's naturally talented at acting and like he knows what he wants to do and he does it instead of everybody else in the car who's going like, what the heck is smoking? Yeah. Um, and like Wyatt said, like Katie's, uh, you know, main opportunity is that she gets good at something and then she moves on to something else. And I wouldn't necessarily say that's you, but like I've said in previous podcasts, you get excited about new ideas. And like, as soon as mm -hmm. the excitement dies off and there's a new, more exciting idea, you're like, oh, this idea. And you can easily jump to like shiny thing over here. So it's less about like not finishing what you start because I feel like you still do that. Mm -hmm. But it's like you used to work in finance. Now you work in hospitality. You've worked in retail. You've had like all kinds of experience and different dreams and you've been good at all of them. So thank you. Anyway, I just thought that was very you. So weirdly enough, I had both of you as women in this movie. So I was like, and hey. that's not a problem. I no, think myself I just, as a woman, so it's fine. Well, yeah. yeah, that was kind of fun. And then I picked Andrew as Katie first. And then when I was sitting there thinking last night, I was like, wow, like Wyatt is definitely like Shailene. That's interesting. And then when I was trying to find someone for me, I definitely identified with the aunt, but I actually put Shang-Chi for myself. Mm -hmm. um, wow. Especially okay. because like in therapy right now, I'm diving in a lot to like my childhood trauma and like just being from somebody that's like talking about that literally once a week for an hour for the past mm -hmm. six months now, almost. Mm -hmm. um, it definitely struck a chord with me, especially rewatching this where he kind of tells his best friend like that this happened to him. Cause like half the stuff that happened to me as a kid, like a lot of people don't know about because I'm very resilient and I hide it well. And I'm like a very happy, positive person. So oftentimes like I just met up with one of my friends from high school over the weekend and um, her partner was like, oh, do you mind me asking, like, why are you doing this? And I was like, oh, yeah. And then I divulged, like, all these reasons. And she was like, oh, my gosh, I had no idea. Like, Emily never told me about that. And I was like, yeah, I don't even think she knows half of it. Um, so, yeah, I just thought that he is dealing with it in his own way. Like, I think he needs to join the whole uh, Marvel characters who need therapy club. But um, long list. He starts to confront his parents and 
that may not necessarily fit my situation, but I feel like in general, I'm doing a better job at actually like standing up for myself where in the past I've really been a doormat and just kind of let people treat me however they want. Mm -hmm. Um, He's very much like the unlikely hero, even to his best friend. Like she was just like, who are you? When he, Mm -hmm. you know, kicked ass on the bus. Like I, can't do that does he look like he knows how to fight yeah yeah like i'm not claiming to be someone who fights or looks like Mm. i know how to fight and i'm a lover not a fighter but also like i just feel like even with my friends sometimes i'm like that like for that example i shared like there's things they don't know about me but surprising people is fun and then i definitely did slightly identify with katie too especially with her trying to figure out where she fits into the asian culture like when she goes to Tao Lo, everybody starts speaking to her in Mandarin. And she's like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really speak Mandarin. Like I know it, I can understand it. And that's kind of me with like my Spanish and definitely dating someone who speaks Spanish helps with that because with him, I'm less afraid to like make mistakes because I know he genuinely wants me to learn so that when I meet his family, like I know what to say. And if, if I make mistakes, like they're not going to be like, oh, you said this wrong. Like you're not Hispanic enough. But I mean, there are people who genuinely still, I'm not offended by you laughing. I'm just saying like, there are people who genuinely still feel that way, that you're not Hispanic if you can't speak the language. And there's Mm -hmm. many Hispanics that live in America that don't speak Spanish, don't understand it. Mm -hmm. One of them being my brother and Mm -hmm. he looks Mm -hmm. more Hispanic than I do. Mm -hmm. So I just thought that was really interesting and um, fun behind the, 10 rings fact about Aquafina is she personally doesn't know Mandarin. She she's 32 now. And in 2019, when she was in a movie called the farewell, she learned Mandarin for that movie. She like took an intensive course on Mandarin so she could learn how to speak Chinese just for the film when she was like 30 something. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, here I am almost 30 something trying to like, not exactly do a boot camp, but like anywhere I can, I try to say things in Spanish to someone who knows Spanish. So, throughout my life, the 10 rings gave our podcast power. If you want them to be yours one day, you have to show them you're strong enough to carry them and have enough time to edit the podcast too. Mm. And that's where we facts. are ending. Yeah, facts. That's all the time we have for today. <laughs> yeah, facts. Yeah, three hours of editing podcasts every my Thursday goodness. night. Anyway, I have fun with it. I also had fun with this podcast as well. This was a lot of fun to, mm-hmm. to talk about, to dive deep into. Every, I feel like every time we record, I learn more about the movie than I thought I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I obviously wasn't watching hard enough or paying much, <laughs> much attention. I'm sure second or third time round, because I am going to watch this again, I'm probably going to pick up more stuff. That, right, right, right. That's what happened to me when I watched it today. I was just like, oh, wow, okay. Anyway, join us next week where we deep dive into the next TV series of Loki. We'll see you then. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. In the meantime, check us out on Instagram as at Spectre underscore radio and on Facebook as Spectre Radio. Be sure to submit your questions via social media for a chance to hear us answer them on our upcoming segment, Ask the Avengers. This is Spectre Radio, signing off.